Hello and welcome to the Business Excellence Podcast. My name is Lindsay Adams and I'm coming to you from Brisbane, Australia. For a value added extra, excellencepodcast.com has heaps of free resources for you to download. That is excellencepodcast.com. And our special guest today is Jan Hoth. Now, Jan is based in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Uh, Google it. It's a really interesting place Um, because I went on to Google Maps off of Jackson Hole. I've not heard of this place. Anyway, um, welcome, Jan. Thank you. I'm so glad to be connecting with you today. Now, Jan, you call yourself a mindful joy mentor. You're also a teacher, coach, speaker, writer, but your friends apparently call you the queen of joy. Why is that? Well, uh, <laughs> uh, essentially, I I guess because I do teach it and I also live it. And uh, my clients and, and colleagues do like to say that I'm the embodiment of joy because it's I just can't hold on to it. I mean, even growing up, I always had a big smile and had big energy about me. And of course, you know, they told me I needed to be at a three and I was at a 10 and I just had this big energy in life. And so thankfully I was able to create a career path out of this. And yet I, I am very positive, optimistic. I can find the most joyful things in the most not so joyful experiences and just I guess how I show up in this world is absolutely in that energy of joy that my my friends and colleagues do call me the queen of joy. Cool. So how do you actually create relationships or build wealth or, or um, have an impact through the power of joy? I know you talk about this stuff, but I'm real curious. So help me understand. You bet. Well, the thing about joy that thankfully <laughs> science is starting to catch up with what spiritual leaders have known for centuries now is that when we're actually in joy, when we're actually happy in the natural sense, not the like trying to make ourselves happy, but when we're actually in our organic joyful selves, we're actually in a state of consciousness where we are more connected, we're more creative, more intuitive, more attractive to things that we desire and require to pursue our paths. And so by being in that state of consciousness, we're more enabled to deal with challenges. But then, of course, we're also attractive to more things that we enjoy and like and wish to pursue opportunities and different things like that. So joy, I call it as like a soul superpower because it's one of the most underrated (laughs) ways of being. And yet with modern science and there's um, a whole bunch of positive psychology studies now that have proven that when we are in our happier states of being we are more productive we are more effective in sales and we are essentially more efficient as well and so what that ultimately does is it sets us up for greater success with health with wealth with relationships and in general because we're in a better state of being and relatability. And from there, and that's where my mindfulness comes in, but I talk a lot about, you know, when we're in our joy state, we're also more compassionate and more available to relate to others where they're at, especially, you know, cross cultures and cross nationalities and all sorts of things. And especially right now in the world, there's just such 
you know, such a beautiful opening because we have digital connection, but there's so many different ways of looking at things. And the more that we can be in, in a state of joy and possibility, because for me, when I'm in a state of joy, I'm in a state of possibility that it, it creates opportunity really for everyone around. So, um, you know, that, that kind of resonates with me, but how do we actually manufacture joy? I mean, what if you're not feeling too flash? I mean, there's a lot of people being impacted by this COVID thing and they're not feeling really happy. They're feeling a bit down in the dumps. How do we actually bring some joy into our lives? Can you make it, can you switch it on? Well, and that's such a fair question because I do talk about the fact that we can't manufacture joy and I can't manufacture an outcome. What I can do is little by little start to relate to the situation from a different place. And what I can do is even in the most mundane of experiences or most horrifying experiences, because I have numerous stories that I can share. One, I'll give a really short example of we had a cancer scare with my son when he was six weeks old. Six weeks. Six weeks. Yeah. So really unheard of, right? And um, here I am in hospital, children's hospital, we're two hours because the closest children's hospital was two hours from home. And I'm alone with this baby boy who we don't know what's going on. And I'm his breastfeeding mother. So I can order off the menu. And through my tears and through my upset and through all of my fears, I look down and I see I can order Fruit Loops, which is a <laughs> horrible. Well, yeah, you've been to America. It's, it's a terrible cereal. I mean, it's still on the market, but it's a colorful cereal. And you still got tea. It's a sugary. Yeah, it's a sugary cereal. It's, it's, but you know what? It's so bright and cheerful. And yep. Yep. here I am sitting in the hospital. And the first thing that comes to mind is I can't order that. I need nourishment for myself. I need nourishment for him. But then this larger voice, a louder voice was like, you need nourishment for the soul more than anything. Oh. And sure enough, I ordered the Fruit Loops and I ended up eating it and let myself enjoy it and just have this little moment of joy even in the midst of the horrific experience of, you know, especially that first day waking up, looking at my son going, oh my gosh, what are we going to do here? But here's the thing, because of that, that little moment, which I now call the Fruit Loop moment, it will be a book. It will be my TED talk. <laughs> but <laughs> the thing about the Fruit Loop moment is it was a little micro moment in which I found a little bit of joy even in the most horrific time. And what it did for me though, is it put me in a better state of being, a better state of consciousness and ability to advocate for my son. So it was just this little isolated moment inside of this horrific experience that set me into a different direction. And long story short, after 12 excruciating days, I continued to look for Fruit Loop moments, although I did not eat Fruit Loops every day. No, thank you. <laughs> I don't sure, really eat anything sure. like that at court. <laughs> I believe you. Okay. <laughs> and yet, and yet, what I did though is I ab- basically advocated for myself and my own needs, and it was by doing that, just looking for the little joys, even in the most crummiest of crummy circumstances. I'm 
very gifted at that. But that's what I also teach my clients to do is look for their Fruit Loop moments and they have them. Oh my goodness. It's so amazing when you turn on that ability to look for the good or look for the little joy, even in the big challenging moments, oh. because that's the science. That's the brain science is we can actually train our neurological pathways to to become strengthened to look for the good and not just look for the threat and focus on the threat and go into, you know, flight or, or fight scenario, which is kind of what we do in, in this situation when things go awry. Yeah. But between the fruit loop moment and then I have a signature process that I teach called the happiness prism, which is oh. a process and framework that I use, uh, that I live by and that I teach in which it assists my clients and myself to be better enabled to be in that joy state that we're so, talking about. Okay, let, let's explore this happiness prism. I'm assuming because it's a prism, there's three sides to it. It is it is a triangle. Okay. It is a triangle, but I do oh. consider it like a, a pyramid. Okay, yep, yep. Um, and and for, um, for I guess you can't see this, but Jan's actually holding up a prism. <laughs> and it kind of looks yes. like a beautiful uh, pyramid. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, and so as I teach it, because I, I believe the power of simplicity. And for the sake of simplicity, the idea of the prism is, is that we are beings. And when we are lit up as our true selves, we are like light beings. Well, when you can honor what I found through three challenging circumstances in my life, one of them being the Fruit Loom moment, but other moments in time where I realized when we honor these three energies on a daily basis, it really optimizes us to be our best selves. And those energies are play. And so that's what the Fruit Loop moment was. Peace and progress. So play, peace, and progress. Mm -hmm. Okay. And when we honor those, and look, play is just for the sake of play. It's just like there was no agenda to eating Fruit Loops other than my joy. And that's what play yeah. is and how I teach it. But peace is prayer in motion. Well, and so, by the way, play is joy in motion. Peace is prayer in motion. And look, it's not religious. It's spiritual. It's about tuning into something beyond us, but it's just getting quiet and listening in. Mm -hmm. And so peace can be just a couple of breaths. And that's what I did a lot of in the hospital with my yeah. son. A lot of rest, but it can be formal meditation. It can be a walk in nature. It can be sipping a cup of tea and journaling. I mean, it, okay. it doesn't take much. So that, that's, that, yeah, that makes it easy, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like a pause is kind yeah. of what the peace segment is. And then progress is purpose in motion. And that's when we take that action that's going to move the needle on what we're up to, whether personally or professionally. Because look, sometimes calling mom is like needs to be the top of the agenda, you know, sure. but sometimes it's paying a bill or, or booking that next speaking engagement. It can be anything that's going to move the needle forward. But here's what I found in my experience and what I find again and again with my clients is when you honor play, then peace, and then you take that action in progress. That's when you're in that joy state that I was talking about of that the positive psychologists have done their studies that said you are more productive. You are more likely to close the sale when you're in your joy because people yeah. want to be around you. Yeah. But what I've found in this process of the happiness prism 
Is it, uh, you know, there's a whole comprehensive and dynamic experience um, beyond the basics here. And yet I've spoken to so many audiences now worldwide and I get messages from people saying, I honored my prism today and they honored play and peace and progress. And they're like, and you wouldn't believe what happened. And it's just, it's, it's a really simple process, like I said, but it gets more and more dynamic and, and fascinating for personal exploration for people who want to discover and explore more of their, you know, understanding of who they are. Because for me, joy is an, an acronym for just own you. Oh, say that again. Joy is an acronym for? Joy is an acronym for just own you. Just own you. Oh, I like that. And to kind of loop back to answer your question more fully, because you said, you know, we can't always just turn it on. And I can't either, to be honest. Sometimes I still wish I could sometimes. But here's the thing. A couple of things. Obviously, with this process, I bounce back quicker. And that's one of the beautiful things, the secret side effects, if you will, of of joy's resiliency. But what's also inside of this process of just owning you, and I talk about this with my clients all the time, I'm like, look, the not joy moments, which is what we can, you know, basically bundle all the things, challenges, heavy emotion, everything, life experiences that are super sucky circumstances, as I like to call them, the not joy moments are really important because they are contrast to what I say and call our true joy light. You know, so when something's really devastating, like our experience with my son, we had a whole different level of appreciation for parenthood after that. We got out of the hospital after 12 days. He's nine years old now. He's, he's healthy and thriving downstairs, running around. And you might even hear him squealing. <laughs> it's kind of later on there, but anyway. Wonderful. Um, so, but he, we got out of the hospital with a medical mystery diagnosis and a medical miracle. And so I allowed myself to experience the not joy. So I'm not stepping over. In fact, I help my clients embrace the darkness because what happens is when we can be in the dark and the heaviness of what it is to be human, it's directly correlated to our capacity to experience joy. So in other words, like when you've really allowed yourself to feel the depths of whatever you've had a challenge in life, when you really let yourself go there, the good news is, here's the good news so everyone can hear this. The good news is that there's a finite to those heavy emotions when sure. you really let it process. Because we as human beings are innately actually wanting to be at a peaceful state, at a contentment. And that's the other thing that I wanted to speak to is sometimes for me, joy is contentment, like peaceful contentment. It's not about being bouncing off the wall happy all the time. I do like my rainbows and unicorns, sure. but it's not about that all the time. It's it's an interesting one, uh, Jan. I just want to share this little personal experience I had, and it kind of just uh, really reinforces what you've just said. Uh, I, I ordered a car a month ago. I picked it up Friday, 3 o'clock. Uh, 2.30 the following day on Saturday, my time, had an accident. My brand new car. And, uh, you know, we, um, my wife, we, we decided we'd go for a drive. I said, let's, let's book an Airbnb and um, we'll go away for the weekend and just, you know, we can drive and have fun. We'll go to the beach, you know. And um, 
well, of course, it really took the shine off the the afternoon. You know, we had to. I had to call the insurance company and lodge a claim and all of that. And I and I joked to the lovely lady at the insurance company. I said, when we finished, I said, well, thank you so much for your help. I'm now going to go and have a stiff drink. You know, ha ha ha. But I actually consciously said to myself, you have to lift past this. This is not the end of the world. And we, we've, we've booked this beautiful accommodation. We've still got half a weekend to go. Mm-hmm. We have to move. We have to rise above it, you know. And so um, we did, I guess, reclaim our joy. And, yes. and then I drove home and I love the car. It just drives so well. And, you know, it was so, when I got home, I said, my wife, I'm so happy I bought this car. What a shame we have to take it to the panel beater now. But, but I think what you say is so true, Jan, and I've just lived it in the last 48 hours. Right, you totally demonstrated this, yes. So now what's the secret then to finding and keeping joy in our lives over and over? I mean, some of our listeners might be going, oh, that's easy for you, Lindsay. But so what's the secret? How do we do this and do it and do it and do it? Yeah, this secret is really no secret. It's a muscle. It's about, you know, making it a priority. You know, when you decide to make wealth a priority, when you decide to make a speaking career a priority, when you decide to make your health a priority or your spouse a priority, like it's a non-negotiable. So the secret is not a secret. It's making it a priority because so many people, and this is where like I'm like committed to getting as many spaces and places to speak about this, is that so many people think that joy is a someday thing. Like I'll be happy when I'll be joyful when I get that job or that opportunity yeah. or that. Yeah. Right. And the, the thing is, is someday might not come. I mean, that's a whole other story. I don't know if we'll have time to get into, but this idea of someday might not come. And I don't mean to be morbid, but the truth is joy is actually your vehicle to fulfillment as much as the end destination. And so by practicing the muscle of looking for the lightheartedness, this is only temporary. The car will get fixed. We can still enjoy the air. Cool. Cars are repairable. That's the easy bit. Right? And yeah. And, 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 and even like if you are, you know, in hospital and, and there's little things that you can laugh at that it's hilarious and amazing. I mean, we actually just recently had another little hospital go around. My son had a kidney stone and we're sitting in the hospital oh. and, I know a nine-year-old. It was so rare, but it's not unheard of. But it was interesting because I was even sitting in the hospital kind of laughing because I was kind of reliving nine years previously and realized like. Get me some Fruit Loops. uh, Yeah. (laughs) The irony is they did have Fruit Loops on the menu. I thought, oh my gosh, I'm I'm still not ordering it. (laughs) But I was happy because I was sitting there realizing, you know, we were in a, a state of appreciation. And I'll tell you what, when you're in that state, you get the nicest people and you yeah. get the best service. Yeah. We had the nicest nerf- nursing staff. We had the nicest um, doctor teams and all sorts of stuff. And it was like, everything always worked out in a way that was always a little bit better than we thought. Yeah. It was challenging. We had to drive and all these things. Sure. But this is where it's, it's a, it's a priority that when you start to make joy, your North star, and not the, when I get that done, you actually make it a priority. And that's why the happiness prism starts with play. Like I grew up with, you can play when all the work is done. Well, I actually okay. teach my kids and my clients, you get to play first. 
and then your work will get done quicker. Okay. Me. So, so I, well, let's explore that for a second. So what does that actually mean? So, you know, I've got to write a, a, a blog article and I think, oh, oh, my heart's not really in this at the moment. So I can I can easily distract myself and do other stuff, but it's not going to get the blog article written. So how does how do you help me out here? How would I work? Very intentionally, you essentially choose a fruit loop moment. Like what can you do that can bring you joy and, and you know, especially if we're in a time crunch, especially early in the morning before we're getting into our work day. Uh, what there is you can do is just take a little moment that, you know what, I'm just gonna stop and enjoy this coffee. You have really good coffee in Australia. I'm going to go get my nice my nice flat white. <laughs> and I'm going to sip it and savor it and enjoy it and have that moment for me. And then I'm going to take a couple of breaths, tune into what it is I want to write, what's going to be the best article I can write on that blog today. And then you go and write the blog. Okay. It doesn't have to take long, but it's being very intentional about tuning into the joy. Again, it's making the joy priority. It's putting it first gotcha. as the vehicle and i'll tell you what my writing i i write poetry too sometimes that that's way my messages come through yeah and it's usually when i'm like sipping a coffee and i've got my journal open and i've got like things and it's like brrr, it just comes through and, and that's where that creative energy can come from and does come from essentially just taking a little bit of time for for play at the beginning and the thing of it though is is that's where my my process is a framework because like anything we're constantly evolving what will bring you that fruit loop moment experience and energy today may or may not be what it's going to bring tomorrow so it's not set in stone so that's why as i teach it it's tuning in each day what is that play activity that's going to bring me joy and maybe it's like stop and have that coffee with your spouse or an old friend or catch up with an old friend or have a kitchen dance party or it could be a whole array of things doesn't have to take long but it's taking that little mini moment to connect like before i hopped on with you i went and jumped in the hot tub with the kids and okay. i was like okay i've got five minutes we're gonna sit in the hot tub with the kids we had a good little giggle fest and i'm like okay gotta go i'm coming on here with you all and Thanks. so just appreciating that this is the other thing about what I, what I stand by and what I teach with the joy method and process here is quality over quantity. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Take long yeah. to have a meaningful moment. And that's where the practice of mindfulness as I teach it is present moment awareness. Yeah. And taking a quality time with someone or quality time with that coffee or whatever brings you joy as that Fruit Loop moment, it doesn't have to take much. But it also provides you the opportunity to be more intentional with everything that you're doing. And then that's ultimately how, as I like to talk about it, that's how you build a no regrets life. Because when you live in intention, with as much as you possibly can, just like, like huge kudos to how you handled the car. Because <laughs> you could have let the whole weekend go sideways, right? Oh. Like you could, you could have let it take you out. Yeah. But you didn't. 
And that's exactly like such a perfect example of this idea of like tuning back into your joy, making the most of what you got in front of you. And then ultimately that's where, you know, you have a no regrets life. Sure. Well, Jan, it's been really interesting talking to you. Um, Sadly, or maybe joyfully, uh, (laughs) we're out of time. Uh, Should our listeners want to get in touch with you and explore, um, connect with you and explore your joy uh, happiness prism more how would they do that what's the simplest way probably the simplest way is to go to my website it's jan j-a-n and then hoth h-o-a-t-h dot com and they can connect with me there i am on social media channels instagram facebook linkedin and yet probably easiest to pop over on my my website and then i have some free goodies there <laughs> free goodies excellent we like free goodies <laughs> jan it's been a, um, a thoroughly joyful experience uh, talking with you today thank you so much for joining us on the business excellence podcast thank you i so appreciate coming today and to our listeners remember that um, we have some great free resources just like jan's website on the excellencepodcast.com website so Pop along there and have a look um, because we're all about helping make helping you become more excellent in life and in business. And so this is Lindsay Adams signing off for this month's, this week's edition of the Business Excellence Podcast. <laughs>